Good morning, everybody. Psachim daf daf kuchazaris naf gimel the gemara naf gimel merav. Continue the discussion, trying to figure out if the word ar means the night or the morning. The gemara concluded. Everybody agrees that ar is referring to the night of the fourteenth. Everybody agrees that the bdika is done. The night of the fourteenth, the machleik just was. It wasn't really a machleik. It was just a discussion. What nighttime is called in different places? They call nighttime different things. And we saw the gemara on the bottom explaining the importance of a person speaking blush and nikia. Person should speak blush and covered. The gemara says the Torah will sometimes even go out of its way to say more words, more letters, so that it's using blush and nikia. And then the gemara on the base However, there's also another concept that a person should always teach his Talmud with Darach Kitsara. So therefore, if it's going to add more letters, the Allah is that you should you say the shorter version. However, when it's the same, the Torah goes out of its way to make sure to say the cleaner language, the Darach Kavit. Then we saw the Gemara brought down a few stories, but the Gemara pointed out the importance of speaking in a nice fashion, a nice language. Today, Bez Hashem, we're going to discuss the Allah, continue the discussion that a person should make sure not to say bad news outright. He should have the people figure it out on their own. Then the Gemara is go- on the Amadaf is going going to introduce us to the Allah of Zerizim Akdim Lamitzah, that a person should, should try to do mitzvahs as early as possible. The Gemara on the bottom is going to discuss the Allah of a person rents an apartment or rents a house for Pesach, who's responsible to do the B'dikah. And the Gemara on is going to discuss if there was a renter who rented a house under the assumption that the house was checked, and then it came out that the person did not check the house for chametz. Can he claim it's a Mekach Tais? Can he retract on the rental? Or do we say no, that it's not such a big deal for him to do the B'dikah, it's a mitzvah. That's going to be the discussion on the Amin base. So let's see the Hagi Gemara. Picking up from the bottom, four lines up from the bottom. It says more Yechanan Chakuka, Nafikriyasa Yechanan Chakuka, either the name of the place that he lived or the title. He was a cipher. He went to a certain place. Kiyasa, when he came back, they said to him, Chitin asked the office. Is the Chitin good? I mean, he went to check the he went to check the fields to see if the food, if the produce came out well. So they asked him, Are the Chitin good? Amrlam, he said back to him, Sir, and asked the office. He didn't want to tell him straight up that the Chitin, the grain wasn't good. So he responded to the barley was good. So Amrlam, he said back to him, Say, You should go tell the horse. And the donkeys are snooze. Because these types of food, sa'irim, is animal food. So why are you telling us that the animal food is good? We're not interested. We we asked you about the chitim. Says the Gemara, Ask the Gemara, what should he have said if he didn't? He didn't want to tell them straight up that the chitim was bad. So he told them the sa'irim was good. So but so we'll ask the Gemara, what was the problem? He did the right thing because he didn't want to tell them the bad news outright. Answers the Gemara. He should have, should have said that last year the chitin was good. Or he should have said the lentils are good because adashim are human food. Meaning the Gemara was saying that he tried to do the right thing because he didn't want to say the bad news outright. However, he should have said that last year the grain was good, which they would have to infer that this year it's not good. Or he could have said that the adashim and the lentils are good because that's a, that is a human food. However, he should not have said that the sarim was good because that is animal food. Says the Gemara again, another story with a similar concept. Says the Gemara, Rav bar Achva derchia ubar Achse. Says the Gemara, Rav was the nephew of Rechia, aside from his mother's side, aside from his father's side. Rashi in Masechus Kriesis, I believe, explains exactly how this is possible, how, how he, who he married. Sorry, Rashi by Katan explains how this is possible. He's a nephew from both sides. But says the Gemara, when he went up, when Rav went up to Rechia, Amrle, Ivai Kaim, Ivai was Rav's father. So Rechia asked Rav about his father. He asked if Ava so Rav responded, You should ask me, is my mother Kaim? You should ask me if my mother's still alive. I mean, he didn't want to say it right that his father was Nifter. So he said, You should ask me if my mother's alive. So Amrle, so he said back to him, Is your mother alive? Amrle, he said back to him, He said back to him, My father is still, my fa- you should have asked me if my father's alive. Meaning, Big Machaikis, we showed him exactly what was going on over here. Tais is one shot. We're going to go with Rashi's Mahalach. That the assumption is that Sai, Rav's father, and Sai, Rav's mother were Nifter. However, he didn't want to say it right. So he always responded with the question as if, You should have asked me this. Should have asked me that, but he made it clear that really both were nifter. Says the Gemara. So Amr, so Amr Leil Shamai. So Rechia said to his servant, "Chalayt Zimunali, should take off my shoes. V'haylach kli Acher the Beis Amarachatz, and he should bring my kalim to the Beis Amarachatz. Where I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to take a bath." So says the Gemara. Shmami not class. We can learn three halachas from what Rechia did. Says the Gemara. Shmami no. 
We see from here, Aval Asr, we know the sandal, that Aval is not to wear shoes, and that's why he has to sham, take over shoes. Says in our second halacha, that a shmur rechaika, meaning when a person finds out that one of his relatives were nifter a long time afterwards, big, big discussion, we'll have to see more about that. Well, it's considered shmur rechaika, especially with manazeh, but the halacha is a shmur rechaika, the halacha is you're only night one day, so therefore, the avail is only for one day. So, and says the Gemara, "Bishma Aminah, Mikdash Zayim Kekuli." That Mikdash Zayim, that even following Allah's Avelas for a short period of the day, is considered the entire days. Meaning, the Gemara was saying that first of all, you see he took off his shoes, so you see that he was Nag Avelas. However, you also see that he also was going to the bathhouse. So you see that the Minig Avelas is only for a short period of time. So we see clearly Mikdash Zayim Kekuli that as long as a person acts the Minig Avelas for a short period of the day, that's considered he's Nag the whole day, and that's enough for Shmuel Rechayka. Says the Gemara, "Hahu Da'imer Doni Doni Daini." Um, says the Gemara, there's a certain person who used to always walk around and say, Daini, Daini, which Rashi explains that he always wanted to go to Bezdin. He never wanted to, whenever there was a question, he'd always say, let's just go to Bezdin. He didn't want to work it out. I mean, they said, Shmami, no, Dan They said that this person must come from Dan, Luchsev, Dan, Yodan, Amai, Kachat, Shifta, Yisrael. You see that Dan is very into judges, and therefore, that's why this person always was saying that he always wanted to go to the judge. Again, the, the Pesach Hainayim over here quotes of Shaf and Meiri that Daini, Daini is that this person was saying some sort of Lachash, and that was an Isra of Tzanachshu, Ishavay. However, I don't see the mirror inside. If anybody knows where the mirror is, we would love to see it inside. It says the Gemara, another similar story. There's a certain person who would walk around and he would constantly praise the sea. He would constantly praise the ocean, that he would love to live by the ocean. He would love to live by the banks of the sea. Again, that's Rashi. Second chapter in the They check into this person. They found out that he's from the Shevet of Zvon. He's going to live on the river banks. And that's why this person was always talking about the godless, the praise of the sea because he was from Zvul. And the Marshal points out over here that you see, Marshal Chudish this points out that you see that a person's actions, the way a person speaks, is going to be affected, influenced by the shave that he's from. Definitely something interesting to figure out exactly what shave a person's from and how that impacts him. Says the Gemara, so now that we concluded on yesterday's Daphnaf, that everybody agrees that R is referring to the night of the 14th, that Chamet is only Asr from the 6th hour and on, an hour of Pesach, which we're going to see Base says the Gemara of Niftik Bishis. Why don't you check the beginning of the sixth hour? Why the Rabbanon say they have to check the night of the fourteenth? Why can't you check the day of the fourteenth? If Chametz is only Asr from the sixth hour, not you should have to check the beginning of the sixth hour. Says the Gemara of Echitem is reason makim mitzvah. Maybe you'll tell me there's a mitzvah. There's reason makim the mitzvah. That there's a mitzvah that a person should always try to be makim a mitzvah. If he has the opportunity, he should try to do the mitzvah as early as possible. Says the Gemara Niftik Mitzafra. He should check in the morning. Meaning the Gemara is assuming either Misvah or one to see from Gedaras Hakasev that even if there's any of his reason makim the mitzvah, that would apply the morning of. It wouldn't. It wouldn't tie after the midst of the night before the chsiv, because the pasuk says we have Meshmini Yomutzar Allah. So the pasuk says in regards to the mila that the mila is on the eighth day. The tiny one, the brisa kolim kulu kashim mila. The entire day, it's kashim versus mila. Ella says reason makdim lemitzvus, but there's an idea that reason makdim lemitzvus. You try to do the mitzvus as early as possible. Shneim like the pasuk says vayashkim avma biker. The pasuk says when Avram went to that keda that he got up very early in the morning. So says the Gemara. We see that the either misvara that it's just logical that the Indian of reason was started in the morning, or the Rishonim say that the Gemara is asking because you see Avram got up in the morning. He didn't start from the night before. So says the Gemara, you see clearly the Indian of Zerizah only starts in that morning. So ask the Gemara, why don't we do Badika's Chametz, the morning of the 14th? Even if you'll tell me that there's any of Zerizah, but that would be the morning, that wouldn't be the night before. And says the Gemara, 
Explains Nachman two things. First of all, this is a time, the nighttime is a common time when people are in their homes. And second of all, the R and R is, is very good for Medika at night. And when you use a candle at night, it's much better. If you use a candle during the day, the Gemara is going to say later on, it's not so clear because Shrag would hear my honeybay that when a person uses a candle during the day, it's not so clear. So therefore, there's a specific Indian to use a candle and we want you to do it at night because that's when people are in their homes. Again, discussion the Rishayim can a person do it the day of the 13th without a candle, definitely, or the morning of the 14th. But most Rishayim learn that no, Lamaskan. A Gemara person has to do it the night of the fourteenth with a candle. Says the Gemara, Amra Baya Hilka Chaitzur Rabbanan Loi Liftach Bedin Beorta Deklaser Dinagei Beiser. So a Talmud Chacham Chaitzur Rabbanan shouldn't start learning a sugya right before Bedikat Chametz the night of the fourteenth. Don't Mashkul Shmaitzev Asay Leim Nuyemi Mitzvah because maybe he's going to get drawn into his learning and he's going to forget to do the mitzvah of Bedikat Chametz. Interesting discussion in the Rishayim over here when the Gemara over here says that he shouldn't learn, he shouldn't start learning. Does that mean he specifically shouldn't start his learning, or even if he's in the middle of learning, he shouldn't interrupt him? Iri first brings out. Shot that says that you shouldn't start your learning because cause cause is and he's going to get very tired in his learning. But then the he says, No, it's referring to every, any type of learning because. The Miri says that even when a person is just learning Gemara, a person always has enough from his learning and is going to get caught up in his learning. So therefore, it says the Miri, a person should interrupt his learning and he should stop and make sure to do B'dikas Chametz. Other Bishayim learn that it could be that when the Gemara says that you shouldn't learn, it's talking about B'dikas Chametz, so B'dikas Chametz, it's not a problem. Take a look at their Tva. And if you take a look at the Rambam, in regards to Shur B'mivatale, Shur Kavua, Shur Talmud Rabbim, definitely interesting discussion, but Allah is a person should make sure to do the B'dikas right away and he should stop his learning. Says the Hilgi Gemara writer, a person who rents a house to somebody else on the, on the 14th, who's Machiv to check? Is it the responsibility of the masker of the person who owns the house because, practically speaking, it's his chametz? Or is it, on the, is it the responsibility of the renter because Lamaisa, he owns the house now and therefore the chametz is in his rishos? Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, a person who rents a house, Allah says the seich of the renter has to put up a mezvezah, so says the Gemara, so to over here, the seich of the renter should have to check the house for chametz. Says the Gemara, no, you can't compare the two cases. There, we said the mezvezah is a chay, the chay of the mezvezah is the person who's living in the actual house. The responsibility of the person who puts up the mezvezah, it's only if somebody is actually living in the house, and therefore the renter has to put up a mezvezah. However, hachamai over here, in regards to dikas chametz, it's a different shayla, it's a question of who's responsible, it's not a question of whether it's a chay v'sadar or a chay v'sabayz. Says the Gemara, Amar lehu, so Nachman Yitzchak said, "We learned in the Brice, Hamasker buys the chaver, a person who rents his house to somebody else. Amachle Muslim of Techois, Chala Raaser. If he doesn't give over the keys before the day of the fourteenth, then Al Hamasker lived like. Then it's responsibility of the owner to do the bedika because since the time of the chiv of the bedika is the fourteenth, and the owner of the house still had the house at the time of the chiv, therefore he's responsible to check. However, Vim Misha Muslim of Techois Chala Raaser. However, let's say he gave over the keys. Let's say the owner of the house gave over the keys to the secher before the fourteenth, before the chiv bedika kicked in. Then Al Hamasker lived like." Then it's, a, it's the responsibility of the sarech of the renter to check the house. Again, interesting discussion in the Rishon over here. Is the Mesiris Mavtechis, is the giving over the key, the Kenyan for the house, the Kenyan for the rental, or no, it's just a sign that you're, you're responsible to check. Interesting discussion in the Rishon over here. Says the Gemara, a person who taka rents the house, a house from his friend on the day of the 14th. The, so the, he gets it the morning, the, the person rents it, the morning of the 14th, he moves in. Do we assume that Lamaisa, the guy, did the right thing? Because like we explained before, 
that if he only gets the keys on the 14th, the assumption is that the owner is going to do the badika. So ask the Gemara, can the person assume that the house is checked and he doesn't have to check it? Or no, the person comes in right before Erev Yom Tiv. He comes in a few hours before Pesach. Does he have to check the house? Or do we say, no, there's a chazaka, but the person did the right thing and checked the house? Asks the Gemara, asks the Gemara, what's an afkamina? Why don't you just ask the owner, ask him if he checked the house or not? So says the Gemara, because the owner's not around, and therefore you can't ask him. So the question is, are we matriach the person, the way Rashi learns, are we matriach the person to do the badika? Or no, do we say that he can rely on the fact that there's a chazaka, the person did the badika? Says the Gemara, we learned in a brisa, says the Gemara, we learned in a brisa, that everybody's never to say that the house was checked with chametz. Women, children, and avad. Now explains the Gemara, my time of Amni, why do we assume that woman? is not because the assumption is that a regular house has a chazaka that is checked because we assume that everybody it does the right thing and they do the person who is nifter and he dies and leaves over an entire silo of fruit even if the, the person just did meruach he just finished the process of the fruit which at that point the chiv of trumas meister kicked in the assumption is that he took off trumas so therefore, says the Gemara, are we making the assumption that the, we're making the assumption that the reason why these people are believed that the women and the children are believed is because everybody does the right thing and everybody does dikat chametz? Says the Gemara, we might. Says the Gemara, why? Maybe the reason why they're believed is because they're actually telling us that it was checked. However, if we wouldn't have somebody who told us that it was checked, then we would make the assumption that it wasn't checked. Meaning we have no raya that the house is chaskasi Maybe the only reason why we believe that the house is checked is because the woman or the child said so. However, if they didn't say anything, then we would assume it wasn't checked. Ask the Gemara, Ato Amir, Dahani, Midi Mishashi, Asks the Gemara, is that true though? Do these people, does a woman, a child, and ever, do they have any nemonis? The general assumption is that in regards to Dinim, their rice, for sure, that they don't have nemonis. So therefore, asks the Gemara. So if the woman, if the children say something, if the Abadim say something, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. So why would we rely on them? Elamai says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Elamai, yeah, you're going to have to say that really the house has a chazaka being checked. So therefore, they're believed to say that it was checked. Asks the Gemara. Hi, I call Nema. Hi, I Why is the Brisa say that everybody's believed? What the Brisa really should have said is that every house, the assumption is that it was checked in the 14th. That there's already a done. Meaning that if you're telling me that every house has chazaka that it was checked, so it really has nothing to do with the fact that the people said anything because these people. A fact that a cotton says something, a fact that an evidence says something, is meaningless to us. So why does the bride say that they're believed to say that it was checked? It's nothing to do with them. It has to do with the fact that the chazak is everybody checked their house on Arab Pesach. Elamites, Elamites says the Gemara, Bishum Damir Dahani. Elamites because these people said something, but now says the Gemara, Haloi Amrihani, Loi. But Elamites wanted Medaik that if these people wouldn't have said anything, if the Avadim and the children wouldn't have said anything, and again, we're being very careful about Nashim, because it's really a big machaikis in the Mishainim, we'll talk about this at the end with the Yushami, what the status of Nashim is. But says the Gemara, you mean to tell me that if the, if the Avadim or the Katanim wouldn't have said the house was checked, then we would assume that it wasn't checked. So then we'd have to make the assumption that the halacha is that, that the general house, a regular house, has a chazaka that it wasn't checked. So says the Gemara, we could make a diak that the regular type of house, unless we have somebody specifically telling us it was checked, that the house is in chazkasibadik. Says the Gemara, no, really I'll tell you that a regular house, the assumption is that it was checked. And therefore, if a person moves into a house on the day of the 14th, he could assume that a badika was done, he doesn't have to do a badika. And what's the case over here? That we know 
we know for sure that the person went out of town and he didn't do a badika. And then the Karmihani but Kini. And now the ch- the child or the Evid, possibly the woman, goes in and says that a badika was done. So Mao the same I would think either they did a badika or they say that afterwards there was a badika done. Mao the same I would think what the Rabbana and I would have a to say that Rabbana wouldn't believe these people. Since the entire Hawakh of Dikas Khamas is a Dindra Bona, like we're going to see later on, a very important Gemara that really bitol is enough that when the person gets up and says, Oh my Khamat should be Kafradara, that's enough. And really the whole Khiva Badika is only Dindra Bona. So therefore it says the Gemara. Therefore, the Rabbanan came along and said that in regards to the Dindra Rabbanan of Adika, a child and an Evan, a possible woman, is believed. So, therefore, says the Gemara, we have no Raya whether Cheskase Badak or any Cheskase Badak because we could say that really the Allah is a Cheskase Badak. So, why do, need that, why do we need the fact that they told us that the house was checked? If every house, the, we, the assumption is that it checked, the Tarot says, the Gemara says that the case was that we know for sure the person didn't check. And now a child, an Evan, a woman comes in and says that either we checked or someone else checked it afterwards. Then the Lachas are believed because the whole thing is a Dindra Abanan. Again, Rashi speaks out over here that the Chiv Abadika is only Dindra Abanan. This is very important because, like we spoke out in the beginning of the Masechta, it sounds like Rashi is Dindra So we really have to work out exactly is there ever a time that the Chiv Abadika is Dindra Raisa and not Dindra Abanan, like our Gemara says. Says the Hakimah writer Ibailu asks the Gemara, Masker Bayes the Chaver Bechaskas Baduk Umatashen Abadik Mau. Asks the Gemara, a very interesting question. A person who rents a house from his friend, and the assumption is, which we'll have to talk about in one second, why there is this assumption. The assumption is that it was checked. And then the person comes in and he sees that it wasn't checked for Dikhat Summits. What's the Allah? Can he taina that the whole thing is in Mecca and therefore he, want, he doesn't want to rent the house anymore? Or no? Or no? Do we say that he got the regular type of house and so now he's responsible to do the Badika? So it's an interesting discussion. We're him, what, what are we talking about? Are we discussing where was the day of the Yudalid and therefore the assumption is that it was checked? Or no? Are we talking about a case where he specifically the owner said that he checked the house or not. So Ritva first suggests that we can't be talking about specifically where they made it tonight because then the person for sure could have a tiny makatais. Then the Ritva says it's not so sure because maybe it's not like we're going to see in the Gemara. It's not such a big deal to do a Badika. So let's see the Gemara. But either way, the point is that the person rented the house under the assumption that it was checked. Let's assume that it was the day of the 14th and now he comes into the house and it wasn't checked. What is Allah? Can he claim it's makatais or not? Interesting discussion of Rishainim. Can he also claim the money for the person who has to do the Badika? Let's see. Tashima. Tamra Bayo. Lemi Bayo. Asad he says by in a, in a town, in a place where everybody does their own badika, they don't hire anybody to do the badika. So it's pasha that a person wants to do a mitzvah gufe, that the person wants to do the badika himself. So therefore, the renter, even though right now he's telling us that really he doesn't want to do the badika, to make says the Gemara, we can make the assumption that no, he really wants to do the mitzvah badika by himself, and the only reason why he doesn't want to, to keep the property is for another reason. However, the fact that a badika wasn't done is not the reason that's stopping him, because a person really wants to do a mitzvah with his own body. Even in a place where they pay somebody else to do the badika for them. So therefore, maybe we'll make the assumption that the person doesn't want to pay anybody to the badika. So therefore, the renter says, the contract is null and void and he doesn't want to rent the house anymore. Says the Gemara, no. No, there's as far to say that a person wants to use his money for a mitzvah and therefore, the law is that even in, a t- and even in a place where the people themselves don't do the badika, they hire someone else to do the badika for them, the law is that the renter cannot claim a kachtais because he really wants to use his money for a mitzvah. Interesting discussion to be him. Does he get reimbursed from the Baal Bayes or not? Is the Gemara saying that the person wants to use his money and he won't get paid back, or the assumption is no? Of course, he wants to use his money for mitzvah, but he want, he expects to get paid back. And the Rishonim also discuss over here exactly when do we say mitzvah money? Do we say that I could take five thousand dollars from a person and buy a retire with his money, or no? There's a difference between the, a lot of money, a little money. Tough and interesting discussion. It says the Gemara writer, "Tanhasim remei or Eichlin kol chamei 
start from Tchil Sheish. The halach is the Mishnah says later on that a person is allowed to eat chametz. Now we're talking about erev Pesach. So Mary says a person is allowed to eat chametz the entire fifth hour, and the halach is you burn the chametz the beginning of the sixth hour. Rav Yudam Ruda says Eichlin Kol Arba. Rav Yudam says no, we have to make a bigger takano. You're allowed to eat the fourth hour, but Tchilin Kol Chametz. However, you're not allowed to eat the fifth hour. You're allowed to feed it to your animals, but Tchilin you don't burn it. You don't eat it at the fifth hour. The start from Tchil Sheish and you burn it the sixth hour. So says the Gemara. The Kuli. Everybody seems to agree. Everybody seems to agree that chametz from the sixth hour and on is aser. Me no one asks the Gemara. How do we know that chametz from the sixth hour and on is aser? Midrash. Amar Abaye says the Gemara. Trey Kroik see because we have two psukim that discuss the isra of chametz ksev. The pasuk says shivas yamitz arlim no yamatzibu techem. There's one pasuk which says seven days you shouldn't find chametz in your house. Ksev. Another pasuk says ach we am rishitash bisus arim techem. And there's another pasuk which sounds like that you get rid of the chametz on the first day of Pesach. So that's the Gemara. That's a seer. We just said all seven days you can't have chametz. And another pasuk which says you get rid of it on the first day. That sounds like only for six days you can't have chametz. Says the Gemara. How keitzad elamai? We have to say le rabbis arba also le beer. Says the Gemara when the pasuk says biyomarishim the first day you get rid of the chametz. It's not referring to the day of Pesach itself. It's referring to the day before Pesach. It's referring to Erev Pesach. So therefore we have a clear Maramakum. We have a Pesach which tells us that the Allah says you have to get rid of the Chomets on Erev Pesach. It says, It's coming to tell you that you have to burn the Chomets on the 14th day of Pesach. On the fourteenth day of Nisan, says the Gemara of the Eimah the Rabbis Leila Chamisha Aslebir asks the Gemara. No, maybe the pasuk of Bayam Rishon is telling you that the halachas you have to burn the chametz the night of Pesach. Why would I think that you're allowed to have chametz the night? The sakh right? I mean, because I don't think Yamim Ksiv Yamim In Leila Slay. Because I don't think the pasuk says Shivas Yamim for seven days you're not allowed to have chametz. But I would think that maybe you're allowed to have chametz the night of the fifteenth because it only says a day of Kamash Mulana Fiu Leila. So maybe that's what I need the pasuk. I need the pasuk to tell me that you have to get rid of the chametz the night of the fifteenth. Says the Gemara. No, Hula Yitzchikle. That I don't need a pasuk. I don't need a Pasuk to tell me that you're not allowed to have the chametz the night of the fifteenth, the night of the first day of Pesach. Why? We have a hekish that the halachas you have to get rid of the chametz the same time that you're not allowed to eat the chametz. And the isra of eating chametz is the same time that the mitzvah matzah kicks in. And Ashvasa started the chametz, the hekish of getting rid of the chametz to the to the same time that you're not allowed to eat the chametz because the pasuk says shivas yam se'arle yimatzi v'otechem ki kol oichal machmetzas v'nechasa nevashahim. And that's Israel. So the pasuk clearly says that the same time that you have to get rid of the chametz is the same time that you're not allowed to eat the chametz. So that's one hekish. And then we have a pasuk v'achilas chametz v'achilas matzah v'hek. That the Isra of eating chametz is the same time as the mitzvah of eating matzah because the pasuk says and says the gemara v'ksev be matzah. We already have a pasuk by matzah which says ba'erv teichel matzah. We have a pasuk which says that the chiva matzah starts the night of Pesach. So therefore, says the gemara, if the chiva matzah is the night of Pesach, so then I know already that you're not allowed to have chametz then because we're ready. So we have a hekish. So therefore, this extra zeres hakasav must be telling me that the halacha is that you're not allowed to have chametz on erev Pesach as well. Says the gemara says the Gemara, maybe the Pasuk is telling you that you have to get rid of the Chametz the night of Arab Pesach, the, or on the night of the 14th, which is the, the night of the B'dikah's Chametz. Maybe that's when you have to get rid of the Chametz. How do you know that it's only on the day of the 14th? The day of Arab Pesach, maybe it's Larabi's Lel Yodal Maybe it's telling you that the Allah says you have to get rid of the Chametz the night of Arab Pesach. And says the Gemara, Be Yom Ksiv. And says the Gemara, because the Pasuk says, Be Yom. So the Torah is telling you that you have to get rid of the Chametz during the day. So it can't be telling you that the Allah says you have to get rid of the Chametz the night of Arab Pesach. Says the Gemara, Be Safra. Okay, so every time it's Allah you have to get rid of the chametz the day of the fourteenth, so maybe you have to get rid of it right away in the morning. Maybe the halachas you shouldn't be, you should not be allowed to eat chametz on erev Pesach the entire day. Maybe you should have to get rid of it right away in the morning. And says the Gemara, Ach chalak. No, Ach is machag. The pasuk says Ach, and Ach in general we assume is machalik. So therefore, the pasuk is telling you that there's a part of the day of the fourteenth that you're allowed to eat chametz, and a part of the day you're not allowed to eat chametz. So therefore, we assume that up until the sixth hour you're allowed to eat chametz. Past the sixth hour, you're not allowed to eat it, and you have to burn. There's another Shana Rashi. Rashi 
says, Ach is Bigmatya. In using the interesting letter configuration, which we learned about in Mitzach the Shabbos, that using the system of Aleph Chatz Samach based off Ayin, which is a way of grouping letters, it equals Chatzais, it equals split the day. It's interesting, though, it would come out of that type of drush, according to the second Shan Rashi, is a drush of the right, so, which definitely is interesting. If anybody has any more Ramkhamis in that, what are these types of drush of the right, so, we would love to hear a few interesting R's on today's daf. Today is really a Shas type of daf, which a lot of halachas, which are Negea, to many different places. So let's start off with the halacha the Gemara taught us that there's a mitzvah called Zrizimakdim al mitzvah. So when a person has a mitzvah, he should try to do it as early as possible. So the first shaila is, is this a mitzvah de raisa or is this a mitzvah de rabbonon? Is this a mitzvah which you're going to say has the status of a din de raisa and therefore it's going to override other halachas, other halachas in de rabbonon? Or do you say no, that, would ha- that it's really a din de rabbonon? And what's the shaila? So part of the shaila is what the makar is. So we saw the makar is, the Pasuk says by Avram that Avram got up early in the morning by the Akedah. So now there's two ways to learn. Either we could say that we're learning from the fact that the Torah says Avram got up in the morning. So therefore we see that there's a Din Midai Raisa. A person should get up early when he does a mitzvah. And then it'll be a Din Midai Raisa. Either Yushalmi and White Cotton says we don't learn halachas from Kedimah and Torah. So we really can't learn from Avram. But practically speaking, we do see in the Bible that there are many halachas which are learned out from Kedma and Terah, the Allah of Shabrach, the Allah of So therefore, that wouldn't necessarily be a kasha. Or we could say, no, that's only Dindra Abadan. And the Gemara is just saying it's an Asmachta, that we see it's a nice idea that a person should get up early in the morning, a person should do his mitzvahs and his because see that Avram did it as well. However, it's only an Asmachta, it's only Dindra Abadan. So again, interesting. Shaila, is it a Dindra Raisa or a Dindra Abadan? Maybe we could bring a Raya from the Taisis, the Ritva, in Shabbos, Nav Kaflamid, where the Gemara over there says, where the Shem say that according to Abeliezer, the Allah is that the person is allowed to bring the Mila knife on Shabbos, or Abeliezer holds a Machshir, Mila or Dechas Shabbos. So the Rishayim say over there that let's say a person can either bring it through the Rishas Rabbin, be faster, or he could bring it. He could bring it the longer route, but only be nisur rabbanon. The rishonim say that Allah is a person allowed to bring it through the rishus rabbanon because zrizim makdim lemitzvah. So it sounds like from there that the din of zrizim is a din deraisa, and you're allowed to be you're allowed to even be daichas shabbos. However, it could be that's not necessarily right because it could be according to Rabbi Yezer that machshir mila are hutra. So therefore, it could be that even if it was din derabbanon. But the point is that the only time you'd have to use another option is if it's exactly the same convenient. However, if it's even a little bit more inconvenient to do another way, it's hutra, and therefore you're allowed to be daichas shabbos. So it could be that's not a raya. Definitely want to discuss. Now, there's a few other hakiras we could talk about in the din of Zrizim, and it's maybe tell you whether it's in their eyes and your abundant. Number one, is the din of Zrizim Akdim the mitzvahs, is it a hidr in the mitzvah itself? Does it make the mitzvah itself a more beautiful mitzvah? Or no, it's not really a hidr in the actual mitzvah, it's just another separate din, another halacha. Meaning, let, let's explain. The halacha is that there's a, in general, the din we learned about in the Shabbos, Mav Kuflamid, the Gemara says, that Zakelev Ambeu, the din of Alulavna, Talisna, Hisnalafan, a mitzvah, that a person should beautify the mitzvahs. So the question is, is Rizim Akdim the mitzvahs? When a person does the mitzvah of Rizim, is he making the mitzvah a more beautiful mitzvah? Is he making it a better mitzvah? Or no, he's not making it a better mitzvah. And really, we could make this into three stadim. Number one, either we could say that, yes, it's, it actually makes the mitzvah itself a better mitzvah. When a person does bris milah earlier, or a person runs to do a different mitzvah earlier, it, it makes the mitzvah itself a more beautiful mitzvah because a person is showing his chavivas. Or we could say, no, it doesn't make the actual mitzvah itself beautiful, meaning the Gemara over there is discussing that a person should buy a nice lulav, a nice talis. So that's the actual cheftashal mitzvah. So over here, it's not like you're making the cheftashal mitzvah more beautiful if you do the milah earlier. However, still, you're making lamaisa, you're making the mitzvah more beautiful in the sense that, let's say, if you have more people by the mitzvah, but right on Hajj's mouth, it could be that's also considered a hider. Or we could say, no, that's not considered a hider in the actual mitzvah. It's not considered a hider in the performance of the mitzvah. It could be a third thing. It could just be that it's a zeris akasim, it's halacha, that a person should try to do the mitzvah's reasons to show its chavivas, to show his love for the mitzvah. And it could be, if you go with one of the first two tzadim, that it is a hider, then it could be if Zakhelam is a mitzvah deraisa. 
It could be the Indian of Zerizim is the Indian of Raisa. And also, this is going to be very important. There, there are, the second like here we have to discuss is, let's say a person has the Indian of Zerizim, which is a very important Indian. The Gemara is telling us to do a mitzvah earlier. But let's say that conflicts with another type of hitter. For example, Raivam Hajjus Melech. Let's say you could do something on the mitzvah earlier, or you could do it later and you have more people. Let's say you could, if you wait longer, you could get a nicer lulav, a nicer esrik. Should you do it the mitzvah of Zerizim? All these types of questions. So we have to done that there's going to be a hierarchy. There's going to be a certain system that we're going to have in place. Which ones you do first? So, for example, maybe you first the first type of hitter you'll do is a hitter in the actual chayfets. Then, following that, maybe you'll do a hitter in the mitzvah. And then, following that, maybe you'll do a hitter which is not related to the mitzvah at all. So, definitely a fascinating discussion. This idea of let's say, for example, a person could do the bris mila earlier, but he won't have so many people there, or he could do the bris mila later and he'll have more people there. So, this is a fascinating discussion. This is a little bit related. The Shulchan Aruch in Hechaz Kiddush Achaydish seems to pass in that we do Kiddush Achaydish later on in the week. We do Matzah Shabbos, even though there should be a dinner reason. The Shulchan Aruch says we should wait. So, that we'll have Rav Am, we'll be in Shabbos clothing. So, we see that we at least we have one which seems to say that we give precedence to Revam. However, this discussion about whether a person should do the Mila earlier versus doing it later, actually, we'll have to go back a little bit in history. It was definitely a very interesting discussion approximately 200 years ago. Reb Leila Eger was a grandson of Rekiv Eger. Rekiv Eger, son, and Leibel, the grandson, they weren't necessarily the biggest chassid. Rekiv Eger wasn't necessarily the biggest chassid. Rekiv Eger was much more going with the, the, the Pashup Shah and the Shulchan Aruch, the simple level of Shulchan Aruch. But the Shulchan Aruch himself writes that a person should do the Mila, Bizrizos, he should do it as early as possible. However, later on in Reb Leibel's life, Reb Leibel Eger, the grandson of Kiv Eger, he learned by the Kutzker, I believe, and then he ended up learning by the Ishmael as well, the Meshulayach, and he ended up going, he ended up following the ways of Hasidus. So what happened was, is that Reb Leibel Eger, he used to be invited to be the Sandik or the Moil of the of a Bris, and he used to be invited to many of the Brisman in the town. And what happened was, is that since he was Hasidish, he used to do a lot of Achanas. And he said that he had, Eliyahu comes to the bris. How could he not prepare himself for many hours? And what happened was that he would sometimes show up for the bris at 12, 1, 2, many hours, sometimes after Chatzites. And the, rabbi, the Rabbanim in the city were not happy about it. And they, they said that nobody should, nobody should use Rebbe as the Sandik or as the Moyle. And anybody used him as an Avarian. So Rebbe then sent to some of the different Paiskim to try to defend his practice. And he actually sent to his uncle, Rebbe Shem Seifer, who wrote a whole, who wrote a whole tshuva about it in the Mechim Seifer. You take a look in Simchav Ches, I believe. It's a, definitely a fascinating discussion. And there were Rabbanim who sided with Rebbe Leibel, Rabbanim who sided against him. But it was definitely a very interesting discussion that Rebbe held that the the Hachanas, the preparation for the mitzvah, is more important than any other reason. If you take a look at the Ali Tamar, Megillah, Perak Beis, and Yushalmi, he writes that the Minig in Poland and Galicia, Hungary was that before the Chorban, they used to be Kabeah the Bris at 10, 30, or 11 o'clock, Misham Chaviv, Samitzis, that more people would come, they'd be able to make a Chash of Suda. However, in B'nai Brak, the meaning was to do it very early, do it at 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, because they learned the Shulchan Archibshutai. And he writes that, definitely interesting discussion, different men hug in different places. Definitely, we have to respect the different men hug. There's interesting Archon Shulchan, Simon Reish Tamach Beis, Siv Ches, but Archon Shulchan is very upset that people wait a very long time for Mila. And it's actually interesting, he writes that even though in general it could be it's not such a big deal to push off a mitzvah if you want to do another hit there, however, specifically by Mila, he writes like this. The Archa Shulchan writes that even in regards to other mitzvahs, it could be, you could wait a little bit. It's not like when a person has to do a mitzvah, we always say run through the mitzvah the first thing in the morning, even though, of course, there is an Indian to shake the lulav in the morning, to put on tefillin as early as possible. We don't say that you have to do it right away. But he writes the Gabi Mila, which is so important, the Bris Kaidesh, and he says the Bryce itself brings the Indian of Bris Mila as the example of Zrizim, so therefore it's very important that a person should try to do the Mila as early as possible, and he gets upset that about the minute that people wait to do the Bris Mila later on.
One more Ma'amakim in regards to the Indian of Zeriz Maktimen, there's an interesting Arzavrua, where the Arzavrua actually is discussing this specific Shaila, when a person should do, the, should do a Mila, he's discussing whether on Rosh Hashanah you should wait to do it all the way after davening, even though it's going to be very late, or, it's going, or you could do it earlier, so he writes, that a person should not wait till after davening, because if a person pushes off the mitzvah so much, then, near the mitzvah's mila bezuya love, lakach nachin lahakim liyas, tekufa bein kriyashmalat kiyashayfer. The Arzurah uses a nusach, that if he pushes off the mitzvah so far into the day, it's going to be a bezuya to the mitzvah, an embarrassment to the mitzvah. Which sounds very much like, that Zerizim HaKtimen is not necessarily a hidra in the actual mitzvah. It's not like it makes the mitzvah more beautiful. However, it's showing the chavivas, it's showing a person's love, which is very similar to Machlekes. We're going to see more about this in to other places. The din of Einais and Mitzvah, Chavilas, Chavilas, which Rashi over there, Machlekes, Mishayim, but many of the Shayim learn that the Pshat is that a person shouldn't make the mitzvah look, look to him as if it's a maso, as if it's a burden, and he, sh- he should try to make it that the mitzvah is Chavivas, him, he should try to show how important and how precious the mitzvah is to him. So that's the idea that Israel is telling us that a person should try to do the mitzvah of Zerizus, he should try to do the mitzvah earlier to show. How important, how valuable. Now, just one more Nakuda in this idea, this discussion from Libel Eger about doing the Mila a little bit later. So, when I learned it the first time, I saw that there were Paiskim who brought down, if you take with Lishwitz and others, right, that there's no Indian of reason after Chatzais. And that was one of the tiniest from Libel Eger that how could you go do the Brismila after Chatzais, but you lose the Indian of reasons. So, when I learned it the first time, I thought that they weren't saying Chatzais Dafka because they were just saying that you're, you're, you're going so late, so you're losing the Indian of reasons. However, afterwards, I saw, I just saw this time that the many Achrena bring the Salah down, the Piskechua brings it down from the Piskechua brings down the Shus Yaakov, he brings down the Matthew Ephraim, they bring it down as well. That the Allah is there's no Indian of reason after Chatzais. And again, I'm still not sure what exactly is the Makar for that idea. That who, where is the Makar that the Allah of reason we lose the Allah of reason after Chatzais? However, it could be, I was thinking this time, it's possible that the Makar is because the Gemara is bringing the Makar's reason from Avram Avinu. The Gemara said the Makar is Vayashkin Avram Biker. So it could be the big Machlaikin of Chachas Brachas, what is considered Biker. So if you learn that Biker goes to Chatzais, then it could be that's the Pshat. Why there are many Achrenim who take a look, the Shari Tshuva, Tafkut Pei Dalits of Katan Dalit, Pesachet Tshuva, and Yardayas, and Rishon Pei's Beis, bring down that the Allah of Zerizim only applies to Chatzais. If anybody else has any other ideas why Zerizim only applies to Chatzais, we would love to hear. Continuing on down to the bottom of the Yomad, another very Yisaitistik Halacha, a Yisaitistik Adin, which is Negei, which is relevant to many different places, to many different Halachas. The Gemara brought down at the bottom, the Gemara was discussing whether there's a Chazaka that the house is checked or not. So the Gemara said, a person moves into the house, and he's not sure if it was checked. So says the Gemara, you should just ask him. So the Gemara answered that the person's not around to ask. So the Ritva and the Ran both make a very important point over here. I really have to figure out when this is Negea, how this is Negea. So let's take a look. The Ritva writes. Again, the Gemara was saying, the Gemara was asking, when a person moves into a house, can he assume that there's a Chazaka that it was checked, or is there no Chazaka? So says the Gemara, what do you mean? Even if there is a Chazaka, the person should ask. Says the Ritva, what do we see from here? We see a tremendously important you say. Says the Ritva, we see that even though technically there would be a Chazaka here, and I could assume that the house was checked, however, if the person is right there, and I could just ask the owner if we checked the house, I have an obligation. I can't be Simon on the Chazaka, and I have to ask the person. And the Ran writes like that as well. The name Again, the Ran says the same idea. That let's say, for example, a person sees a piece of meat on the floor, and he's not sure if it's good, but it has a Chazaka that's a kosher piece of meat. However, the person who shafted is right in front of him. So the Rishonim are telling us that the Allah is, you cannot rely on the Chazaka. You have to mevar, you have to just ask the person. Again, this is very negay, and Chul and the Rishonim discusses as well. This idea, so in regards to Raiv, there are many Rishonim who say, Clark, then in regards to Raiv, if 
something which is after the Vriya of a Kal, it's something that you could check out easily, you're not, not allowed to rely on the Rav. However, in regards to Chazaka, this Gemara over here, these Rishayim over here, and Rishayim in Mesech Mitzchul and Nafbez and Bez, are very fundamental to this discussion. Are you allowed to rely on Chazaka in a situation where you could just ask the person? And there's an interesting Marsha, which is also negated to this as well, Maybe this is the pshat in this you say, the Marsha Nivamis, the Gemara over there is discussing that when you in general you have tray or tray, you have two agents say one thing, two agents say something else, Allah is that we fall back on the Chazaka. So Gemara is discussing, you have two agents say that a husband, a husband died, and two agents say that a husband's still alive, Allah is, and in general we say the woman's not to get married because she has a Chazaka that she was, she's still married. But the Gemara over there says that if one of the agents wants to marry her, he's allowed to marry her. Because the Gemara says he could say barley, I know for sure that the guy is dead, and he's allowed to marry her. Says the Marsha, why is the guy allowed to marry her? we fall back onto Chazaka and the Chazaka is that she's still married so explains the Marsha a very important insight explains the Marsha this idea that when we're not sure what to do we rely on Chazaka that's only B'makam Tzafik if a person's misafik a person is not sure about a certain fact he's not sure about a certain halacha so the halacha is then we have different rules that we can use in place so that he can continue he continue leading his life so he continue to know what to do so therefore we have we have halachas like Rav halachas like Chazaka different types of halachim however says the Marsha the aid himself who knows what happened he knows the husband's dead. So he doesn't fall onto the category, he doesn't fall onto the system of Birure Bezdin, of using Chazaka, because he knows what happened. So therefore, he can't rely on the Chazaka, and therefore, this is, it actually comes out, Lakul over here, that he's allowed to marry her. So it seems like a very similar site over here, that the Indian of Chazaka is only when we're misupic about it in a situation. We have a situation in front of us, and we don't know what to do. So the terrorist said, in that type of situation, you can rely on Chazaka. Why that's the case, definitely a fascinating discussion. We get the Chul and Tess, we'll have to go into it a little bit more. However, it could be that in a situation where we could be Mavara, the answer. It's very clear. We just have to ask a person. Then we don't come onto the system of Chazaka. We can't even use the system of Chazaka at all. However, if you do take a look at the Nitziv over here, there is an important Nitziv, and it seems like the Nitziv is coming out Kenegadis side. Again, it does seem like the Nitziv is going against the Rishonim. He's trying to say the Pshat on the Rift, but it would come out very, a very important Afkamino Alacha whether you have to mevar in a situation where it's easy to mevar in a case of Chazaka. And again, whether this din that you have to mevar is a din that rises to also, we have to look into it a little bit more. Just one more R on the daft, the Gemara brought down the bottom. That woman of Adam and children are Neman to say that a house was Baldik. And the Gemara went through. Are they Neman? Are they not Neman? Why do you need them to say something? We're ready to have a Chazaka. So the Rishayim over here, Tais down the base, and many of the Rishayim discuss, I in general, we say that Allah is that an Isha is Nemanis, Eidachan and Bisurin. A woman can have the same Nemanis as an Eidachan would have. A woman's Neman for Nida, for these types of Lachas, so she should be Neman here as well. Very interesting discussion, Mishayim over here. However, there is a very interesting Mishayim, which I just wanted to speak out because it's a big Machaikis and Mishayim, Tysis, Miri, another Mishayim here, how to learn. The Yushalmi is discussing, brings down the same Brysa, and then there's, a, there's an Amari in the Yushalmi says that take away woman. The, woman, the, the Brysa started start by saying that woman of other men children are never to say that the house was checked, and the Brysa says you have to take away woman. So the Gemara says, I, why should you take woman out of the list? So the Gemara answers because Nashim Atzlani is saying, so they were taking them out of the list. So there's a tremendous Machaikis, how to learn. We'll just bring out Machlekes Mepharshim, the Yushalmi, the Carbon Age over there, and other Mepharshim, they have Machlekes how to learn. Is the Gemara saying that since women are lazy, Atzlanis could be a lashon of lazy, so therefore they're not Neman to say that they checked the house, they're not Neman at all, so therefore that's, the, that's what he was saying, take them out of the list because they're not Neman to say that they checked or that they knew that the house doesn't have chametz. Or the other shot is, is that on the contrary, Punkvakert, that it's Pashat that a woman's believed. Since a woman checks so well, she's so careful, so therefore she's not part of that list because it's Pashat that she's Neman to say that the house doesn't have chametz. Because the woman's much better at cleaning the house than the man. So, therefore, it's push it that the woman is never, and that's why it's not part of the list. So, that machlaik is how to learn that Yushami is actually a big machlaik in Yushami over here as well. Tysis and the other Yushami seem to learn that the Pshan that Yushami is that it could be a woman's not never. If you take a look in the middle of Tysis, and we know Rabbanam, Rabbanam, Tysis three lines down from the bottom says, 
that the reason why that in general they wouldn't be neman by bedikat chametz and the only reason why they neman is because it's in the rabbanon is because it takes it's a lot of tircha to tikkado and that's the pshat yushami. However, the ear over here writes very strongly connected this. He writes that pshat in the yushami is a tos. He writes punkla carrot that it's pasht that women are believed because women are much more medactic. They're much more careful. They're not busy with other things and therefore they're much more they're much better at cleaning nas. Much better at finding the chametz and that's the pshat in the yushami. It's pasht. That they are believed. Quick Chazar, we saw today the Gemara on the Amidav continued with this halacha that a person should be careful not to say bad news. He shouldn't try to say the bad news directly. He should try to hint it in a way that they'll be able to figure out on their own. The Gemara brought down an interesting aside that depending on the language that a person uses, we could try to figure out what shevet he's from. Then the Gemara on the bottom brought down the concept of Zerizim Makdim and the a very important aside that a person should try to be Zaraz in the Mitzvah. And the Gemara brought down an interesting Shaila, a person who moves into a house on the 14th day of, pay, of, uh, of Nisan. What's the halacha? Can he assume? Which checked or not? The Gemara explained that if it's before the Yadala, then he could assume he, that he's obligated to check it. If it's after Yadala, then it's on the owner of the house to check for the Chambas. The Gemara Bays brought down that a Shaila, let's say a person moves into the house and the Chazaka was that it was checked. What happens if it comes that he wasn't checked? Do we say it's a Mecca or not? The Gemara concluded he can't say it's a Mecca because it's, a person wants him to come a mitzvah with his body, and even if he has to pay, a person wants him to come a mitzvah with his money. And finally, the Gemara all the way on the bottom brought down the, the Makar that the Allah is that Chamit is Asr after the sixth hour near Pesach, the Gemara concluded that the word Ach comes to tell us that part of the 14 days mutter, part of the 14 days Asr, and that's why, how we concluded that from the sixth hour and on, it is Asr to eat Chametz, and you have to burn the Chametz as well. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.